Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of the I'm Getting There podcast. It's your host, Michael Booth. Today's guest is uh, Bay Area comedian Justin Carisi. Uh, I met Justin uh, almost a year ago now at the comedy show that I was doing in Salinas before quarantine hit at the XL Public House. He came down with uh, my friend John Gabb, who's also been on this show a few times now. Uh, Justin was really funny and had very unique style of humor that I hadn't seen uh, in like the area uh, at open mics and stuff. I hadn't seen him perform yet, so really liked his comedy. And you know, I reached out, and he was down to record, so. We recorded I got to you know it's the first time I actually got to sit down and chat with him so I learned a lot about him where he's from and all that stuff and we talk about I talk about quite a bit actually in this podcast uh, and it was a whole lot of fun to record I think I put his Instagram links and in, uh, the descriptions to go check him out I think he, he's doing a zoom comedy and he's actually performing soon at the Alameda Comedy Club I believe I saw a flyer uh, that he had posted soon so go check that out and yeah if you want to follow the podcast on instagram to get see clips and check out any of the other guests or links to any you know anything that they'll be doing uh it's uh on instagram at i'm getting their pod also if you could subscribe to the podcast i'm on apple Podcasts, spotify tune in stitcher i am i think i'm on amazon now too google podcast uh wherever podcasts are at I'm getting their podcast is on there. So go subscribe to it so that every time I post a new episode, it'll pop up in the feed and you can check it out uh, and give it five stars. I'll leave a review uh, if you're on Apple Podcast. I'm trying to build up those reviews on there. If you want to help and support the podcast, there's a tip jar link in the description of each episode. Uh, you can donate. I think the lowest is a dollar and then it goes up from there. Um, and there's option to become a recurring member. I'm trying to figure out, uh, Pinecast does a thing where you can have private content up there. So I'm thinking about posting some bonus episodes soon up on that so that there might be some stuff worth, uh, you know, it'll be private stuff that you'd have to pay for. So might be like some Patreon type stuff. I'm thinking about doing something like that maybe. Um, so yeah. Uh, also, you know, just you know that uh, any donation goes towards helping the podcast i'm trying to expand this and make this a better show uh best way i can okay i really enjoyed this conversation with justin and it flew by we actually ran over almost like an hour and a half i think uh it was really interesting really great time sitting down and talking to him love to have him back on the show uh so yeah here's episode 44 with justin carisi Hey Justin, how you doing, man? Yeah, good to see you. Uh, how have I been? I mean, you know, how's anyone been? I know. Yeah. <laughs> worse than that. Worse than that. I don't know if you know me that well. No, I, I've been I've been following you online. Uh, I met you through John Gab. Uh, yeah. A, almost a year ago now. Holy shit! If you think about it. Yeah. Uh, that's right. 
we did the you did my leap year comedy show in uh, Salinas at at, uh, at the yeah. at the and that was the first time I had seen you do comedy, and John had told me, like, he's like, I think you're going to like Justin Man. He's, like, a yeah. little different than what you probably are used to. I uh, have a style. Yeah, and uh, I kind of wanted to um, – I don't know what to call it, and I don't want to, like, name it something and, and butcher, you know. I your... would love to know what you would call it. <laughs> I like to hear reflections. Like, I don't need – I don't – I'm not – I don't need to be all that self-defined. I, yeah. I just, I just, I wasn't, um, I mean, I was kind of expecting something similar from your appearance, I guess you could say, like just yeah. meeting you for the first time. I'm like, okay, I can see him maybe taking like a darker route than other comics would take. Uh, but it, I, I think it still all wasn't ready. Just, I think it's all around your, uh, your, it involves your delivery. Like what made me laugh the hardest was just the, the delivery and like, and just you committing to to like the, I don't know if it's a character. I don't. I don't want to say it's a character. Like, see, I just don't want to. I don't want to say. Yeah. That you're okay. Like a All right. No. But. Yeah. I, I get what you're getting at. So let me. I'll. 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 I'll define it for you. Let's just say for anybody who's no familiarity with me at all. Uh, I wear all black all the time. I wear a very uh, severe looking black leather coat with zippers all over it, and a lot of my jokes are about. Um, hopelessness and death and suicide and how much I want to kill people all the time. I have seven minutes on just that every time I try to fix myself psychologically, I just end up buying more swords. <laughs> yeah. um, I just wrote a bit that's going really well about how there's this question on dating sites. If you could go back in time, where would you go and why? And everyone always like is like, I would kill Hitler and I would, I would not do that. I would kill Kennedy. And then... <laughs> So you would, you would be in the grassy knoll instead of... Uh, no, 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 no. I would show up on a jetpack with lasers and I would blast him. <laughs> because, because then everyone would go, what was Kennedy working on? We need to make sure that we get that done. Yeah. <laughs> and then that's how you actually change history. I wonder how they would have spinned your just showing up in a jetpack with lasers into some sort of... Yeah, because like there's no hiding that. Yeah, there's no hiding it. Like, there's yeah. no... There's cameras. They would have got that on camera. Yeah. That would have been such a... <laughs> there's too many people to kill. The story's going to get out. Yeah. That's what I would do. That's how you change history. <laughs> so, we wouldn't yeah, even be able to make my... movies about... Like, that's such a... <laughs> it's such a... Just a scene from a movie. Like, I wonder what movies would even be like now if that happened in real life. Like, yeah. just... <laughs> Yeah, it would be, it would be, it would be, um, I'll, t I'll just t do another line from my bit. It would be every history book from that point for the rest of time would be like chapter one, a bunch of things happened with spears and stuff. And then chapters two through 50, a spaceman vaporized President Kennedy. And then we learned about the international banking yes. system. Yeah. So. Like so, a, yeah. like iPhones just is goes unnoticed because of of just this jetpack yeah. laser yeah. guy. Oh, yeah. oh, you have a phone? Oh, cool. Yeah, yeah. he had a so, jetpack in nineteen in the sixties. Shot killed with lasers, like mm -hmm. oh, man. So yeah, so that's that's the, that's the gist of it. I get to, I like to get as heavy as possible. I like to confront people with reality. I like to call people out on you know being a piece of shit. I have a I have a bit about how um. W women will say, "Where have all the good men gone?" While they're with good women, I like to just <laughs> yeah. I like yeah, to, that's a good one. I like to I like to be as severe as possible. You could call it like industrial 
deathcore comedy, like heavy okay. metal comedy. Heavy metal comedy, yeah. Yeah, comedy that's my core. whole aesthetic and my whole style, yeah. <laughs> okay. I like it, though. Like, it was... I, I remember looking back at John and him just being like, dude, I told you, like... Because uh, I, I just didn't know what to expect, and I think mm-hmm. the crowd, too, just didn't know what to expect as well. No one ever knows what's coming. Yeah, I was going to say, know, like, what is yeah. that feeling like just... You like you knowing what you're gonna do, but the yeah. crowd giving you a look of like, what the fuck is this guy gonna say? It's like, it's actually I've learned pretty quickly to turn that around into comedy really really fast. So okay. when I show up on stage and I look the way that I do, people are initially a little uncomfortable, and then with the first couple of words out of my mouth, I just tell people, yeah, I know, I know what I'm doing, and then okay, they're on yeah. my side for the remainder of the time. You're like addressing the energy, and so yeah, it's I just say, relaxing. I say, it's, uh, the 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 line I'm using right now. I think I could, I think I could work on it, but I, I usually the first thing I say when I walk out on stage right now is, I, I know it's hard to tell if I want to kill you or me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the energy that it reminded me of was uh, I forget his name, but it's. Uh, the guy in Charlie's Angels. Oh, I didn't see any of that. Uh, there's a dude that he just he like the when you when you because you have like a stare too. That I noticed it's like a it's part. I guess it's part of the you know like the persona or or, or something like it's uh like the pause and the stare after the punchline is like mm-hmm. to me it was like really funny and um I mean. I also want to kind of know like when the pandemic hit because I I mean I met you just the one time but I had seen you online and doing stuff like like how long have you been I guess doing kind of comedy in the Bay Area did you is that where you started or is is yeah I did I did start in the Bay Area Uh, I always wanted to do comedy I was writing stand-up comedy jokes when I was 18 but I didn't I, I went to school at the University of Connecticut which was way out in the woods so we didn't really have an open mic and I was out in the woods uh, with no car and I ran them by my roommates and I had a bunch of roommates and you know 18 year old boys are mean and yeah. they're just like that joke sucks that joke sucks and I was like this is not the time to start so I never really got to start until you know we had the 2008 crash and I had a bad girlfriend and I had a lot of things happen I never really got on my feet enough to get started again until I was 33. So it just took me a really long time to get started. Uh, I started, after I moved out here, I started doing storytelling first because I know some of the best comedy is in storytelling format. Mm -hmm. Uh, Louis C.K. is excellent at that, like his bit about playing board games with his daughters. That's a story. It's It's a great bit. (laughs) And um, I wanted to learn those skills first, so I did that. I transitioned into comedy, and my first open mic was in 2017, I think. Okay. Um, I think I did one in late 2017, and then I didn't do another one for six months while I sat at home trying to study comedy and write. And so I've been doing it about three years, um, if you don't count time off. I, I took three months off to say, am I really going to do this? Am I really going to put effort into this? Yeah. And then I decided, yeah, I am, because there's not anything else fulfilling. Jobs don't fulfill me. Girls don't fulfill me. There's not a lot else left it's just i want to do comedy and it's you know one of the few things that i was good at and and worked for me so about about three years you could say okay and that's just uh you go to your first open mic and then you're just are you doing it right after 
like you said you took the three months but like when you started doing it were you just like doing mics after the first one so I did the first one and after that I took a really long time so I wasn't really ready the first time and I just sort of talked about my life without any material and then okay. yeah. when yeah, I decided yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah when I decided that I wanted to do it and I said hey you know this actually is pretty fun mm-hmm. I, I went and I um took a really, really, really long time to prepare. It was about six months where I was just watching comedy and saying, how does this work? How does that work? What kind of comedian do I want to be? What if I write jokes this way? What if I write them that way? Yeah. And I was initially styling myself after Jimmy Carr and um, Anthony Jeselnik. And I've, okay. I've since discarded that style. I don't like that style for me. I like it for them, not for me. Yeah. Okay, and uh, that, anybody else besides those you were watching? Like you said, you were kind of watching it, studying well, it. Like were those the main two people you were kind of watching, or were you more like? Yeah. Uh, when I began, uh, it was those two that I was specifically trying to model myself after. But okay. my inspirations are mostly Louis C.K., Bill Burr, Patton Oswalt, uh, John Mulaney, um, uh, uh, Brian Regan. Okay. Uh, dude, I love Brian Regan. <laughs> Brian Regan's dude. amazing. He's so, he's so crispy, clean, and yet hilarious. And that's the, the most respectable thing in comedy. Yeah, I... That voice that he can do, that, like, yeah. dumb voice... It's yeah, so, that, and the facial expression too. Just it's throw a tarp so, yeah, <laughs> he can just go right into a character, and he just even looks like the guy. And you can just picture yeah. like the dumbest guy in the world yeah. talking. And it's mm-hmm. uh, some stuff like that is. I was actually talking to uh, somebody about Tim Dillon the other day and about how he can do that in his podcast. He has like these different voices. I mean, I think Delia was doing it too before he stopped doing his podcast. But there was like yeah. these character voices that they would they'd be talking to themselves basically and it was Mm -hmm. it's just like super entertaining i mean uh yeah man i i was just yeah brian regan is uh i i that's like one of the first comics i think i got that got me into comedy like listening to his bit about the sun when he's like doing the solar system project like yeah uh, (laughs) yeah i I vaguely remember that i remember enjoying that one a lot yeah he just has that stupid line yeah it's about the sun yeah Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's just uh Yeah, I would definitely want to integrate that energy into my uh yeah, I'm getting better at that. I did a Zoom show yesterday and I'm getting more animated and doing more voices and that's, you know, you, there's always infinity room to grow. Yeah. Well, how did you did you were you one of the kind of early movers on Zoom or were you Oh yeah, I was hesitant? on the first Zoom show. Okay. There was it was basically the the lockdown hit and then this one girl Cynthia I don't know if you know her she's sort of from the South Bay she was the first one to start Zoom shows with you know, graphics and official you know like let's do a oh, show okay. and I was on her first one I mean unless someone else in the country did it first that we're not aware of but she jumped right on top of it yeah and uh, I was on the first one and I showed people around my apartment. And how I have all these machetes for the zombie apocalypse, and all the beef jerky that I bought in case I have to stay inside for four months. And yeah, is it that? Was a good time. I want to ask you, like, did you paint what's behind you? Yeah, I did. Mm-hmm. Okay, that's it. Like, is it? It's, is it? Did you? Oh wow, yeah. Okay, it's a whole. Yeah, nice. it's a whole suite. That's yeah, awesome. It's um, it is. It is. It comes from my. How did you do practices. that? Did you use? Did you? Uh, I went to Home Depot. I went to Home Depot and I got a standard wall paintbrush and uh, one bucket of uh, Circus Red and one bucket of Matte Black. 
then just painted the everything. Just painted, just yeah. I, these are okay. Do what? It just looks awesome. I'm just like it's cool. That you like. Oh yeah, it's it really, <laughs> it's really fun. It's really I I need for the place I live to have my energy in it. Otherwise, I just don't feel like myself, and I can't do anything or feel anything or. Okay. Um, these are uh, uh, the squares have certain numbers in them that are attached to certain things about occultism. I study the occult, and then this wall behind me is squares for Earth. This is the sun for air. And then the, there's uh, swirls over here that oh, are wow. for fire. And then the, this is uh, the empty part is water. Okay. That's dope. Yeah, I mean, you know, it's it's interesting. It's not really very regimented. It's not like I read a book about, here's how you have to paint your room. I just sort of yeah. was inspired. So I just did, you know. No, yeah, it's cool, man. It's like just, yeah. you know. <clears throat> Uh, so yeah, I, I wanted to get back to the Zoom. I wanted to, you know, like you said, you're one of the first people. So did you did you start running a show at all, or did you like not a Zoom show? No. Okay. Uh, I bought a um, my well, my mother, my my blessed saintly mother, bought me a PA system. She got me a microphone, a microphone stand, and a speaker to run outdoor shows. And then I started doing the footwork to set up the shows. You got to call. 50 60 places you got to harass them with emails you got to knock on their doors yeah. uh and then i got two places to agree to do shows with me and right when we were about to start we had the second lockdown so i never got to do them oh damn yeah that's a bummer but i don't want to run a zoom show yeah it's a it, i imagine it's a i mean it's it comes with like a, it's just like running a show i bet but yeah it's a i i just did my first one like mm -hmm. uh last week yeah and uh I, I like thought it was fun and I was like honestly kind of like oh man like this is actually kind of fun I maybe should have jumped on this a little earlier I think is kind of the thought that I had sometimes they're fun and sometimes they're not and I find that there's a lot of texture missing from them so even the good ones are not good like good shows like your show was a good show and it had a smell and a feel and you could see where everyone was looking and you're in a three-dimensional space and that's a fun place to be and a mm -hmm. fun place to do comedy. But it, with yeah. the Zoom show, I'm standing in my apartment, in my bedroom, and there's people with their mics on mute and, and you know, it, it's hard to do crowd work and it's just, there's a lot lacking. And I, I know what you're saying. I had fun on my Zoom show yesterday, and some of them are fun, and I will keep doing them, but yeah. I don't want to run one. Oh, yeah. It's I, just... I, yeah, I, yeah. I don't want to... I mean, I, I have enough... I, like, I doing this every every week is, like, a, is like enough work, too, to, to keep yeah. me busy. It would, be an, it would be a lot to handle. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and this is... I don't know. I felt... That's kind of... This is kind of what I started when the pandemic hit was just going right i was like i was already doing a podcast with some friends and i was like oh, i've always wanted to do like my own so and <clears throat> it's more just like a it's kind of like a hang but it's like a, a way to still like this is what would this is probably what we would be doing if we were at mics and i kept you know bumping into you eventually we would just be chatting outside or something probably yeah uh and that's kind of what this is this has been filling that kind of void, yeah. I guess. Yes. It's just like the, the hang that you get from going to the mics. And uh, I want to do more episodes. I just had one with multiple people. I kind of want to get more episodes where it's like, you know, maybe like three other people besides myself. 
Yeah, uh, that and, would be great. And just all like talking and hanging and chilling. Um, I think. I don't know. I think it's the best way right now, especially with being down here in the in like Monterey Bay area. Uh, yeah, you're still way down there, huh? Yeah. <laughs> so, it's uh, comfy. The air is cleaner. Yeah, I definitely am gonna make my way uh, north. I think uh, mm. once my leases up here, I definitely want to move somewhere farther north and try to yeah. have more like maybe somewhere around Santa Cruz so that I'm still like you know kind of here but close enough yeah halfway yeah. Yeah, that's halfway in between it's kind of like halfway yeah um yeah. but uh yeah like what was it like up there with the fires when the fires were like full full speed there were a lot of days where it was rough on the throat and the nose to breathe a lot Mm-hmm. Uh, and I had to try to sleep in an N95 mask, which was actually uh, good for my airways, but it, it, it does make you feel like you're suffocating because you got to suck air through. And it, you can do that consciously, but when you fall asleep, you feel like you're suffocating, so you have to wake back up. So Makes I had sense, a lot of days. Not, you don't have yeah. that free flow like you would normally yeah. have, and you get kind of like panicky. Yeah. Yeah, it's almost exactly. like that feeling you get. Do you ever have that feeling where you're falling asleep and you feel like you're falling, so you jerk back awake. Yeah, uh-huh. uh huh. That always, I one time I was, uh, this was I had a girlfriend. Uh, I think like this was in college maybe. I was like sleeping and I jerked and like mm-hmm. I moved and just mm-hmm. like accidentally like like smacked her because I was mm-hmm. like. I like felt myself falling asleep, you know. Yeah, mm-hmm. and I felt so bad because I it was just like, like, you know, just nice cuddling, like good night, and then just like God, and like like yep. scares the shit out of her, and it's just me. I being read like something an idiot. about why we do that, but I forgot. It only happens at certain I times. It and it's then weird. I forgot, yeah. It's like yeah, every once yeah. in a while I'll catch myself doing. Yeah, you just kind of Yeah, I guess it's yeah, like you. It's weird like that. I, you must be like actively aware or something that you're like. It has to do kind of going with, into that other thing where you fall. Asleep. Yeah, it has to do with with a a, a very particular um, uh, stoppage of one type of brain activity and the start of another. So it's a threat. It's a threshold between two different phases of sleep. You have your normal. You and I are in beta consciousness right now. That we're in beta waves. If we were to relax and meditate a little, we would go into alpha. If we were to do something like play a game of chess, we would go up into gamma. That's a higher rate. If yeah. we're really focusing, uh, and if you are falling asleep, you fall from beta to alpha and then theta, and then I think it's between theta and delta that you have that twitch. Interesting. Yeah. So you're like really winding down almost from yeah the from delta like the is the active. deep sleep yeah yeah mm-hmm. wow um to finish the thought about the fires there was one day where the whole sky turned orange orange like orange orange yeah, not yeah. like a little orange but like thick orange mm-hmm. and it looked like oh okay we're all gonna die <laughs> i saw the somebody had like a drone shot over certain parts of mm-hmm. uh, SF, and it looked like uh, they like had like also had like Blade Runner, the new Blade yeah. Runner movie. It was kind of yeah. crazy how similar it, it looked. I I noticed that it didn't really show up as intense as it looked in real life on camera. So when people would take pictures of it, I would say, "No, you're really missing out on how bad it is." Mm-hmm. So it was it was it was yeah big big deal 
So we have just a fire season now. We have fire season in California. Yeah, then then I'm kind of, you know, nervous that all this rain is going to be the only rain that we get for four get. years. Yeah, like that's the joke right now. Yeah. It's like if we go stand in the rain because you won't stand in the rain again until mm-hmm. like 2035 or something like that. Yep, that's God's warning to leave. <laughs> yeah, it was like flash flood warnings this morning. I woke up at like yeah. 2.30 in the morning and it was raining so hard in my apartment. I looked outside and it was just like, you know when you see rain, it's not just droplets hitting puddles. It looks like sheets hitting the mm-hmm. ground of water. Because yep. mm-hmm. it, it was blowing. It was like sideways sheet rain. Yep. I've never seen that in california i've seen like similar stuff back home uh, in washington but yeah i've never yeah, seen winds never... like this either <laughs> yeah it's yeah the wind is my car you can feel my car like i drive mm-hmm. a ford fiesta and, and you mm-hmm. can feel my car on the on the like the one just like bouncing it's slamming wind. my doors it's never happened here like your like doors to your place in my apartment yeah wow yeah. uh yeah the Every door at work was like jerking open. Yeah, when yeah, you yeah, open yeah, like it. That. yeah. <laughs> my the, my door is just thumping. I'm trying to sleep and. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. I was looking to see when it's gonna stop. Uh, it looks like we got caught maybe a couple more days down here. I'm enjoying it. I like it. I I'm just sitting here. I have no job right now, and I'm just sitting here, and I'm just like, well, I appreciate that there's some kind of a change. You know, I can go outside. And it's dark in the middle of the day. It's wet. It's rainy. All these people around me, their moods are changed. You can feel that people around you feel different when mm-hmm. things feel different. And it's just anything that is different from the horrible monotony of sitting on my fucking ass in my apartment waiting for the government to let me have a life again is yeah. just, a pre- I appreciate it. I ran an open mic the other day. It was amazing <laughs> <laughs> to just leave the house Oh, I bet, dude. Like, I, uh, there was a brief time, um, I actually had, there was a brief time back, it was, like, right when I graduated college, I moved home to, uh, and I moved in, um, with my uncle, and I had, uh, I had, like, no job for, like, a month and a half, and I had to do community service, though, in between that time, uh, mm-hmm. for something else, and I, like, was having to go to like a St. Vincent de Paul. Mm-hmm. I only had to do 40 hours and mm-hmm. I had like this whole month and a half to do this 40 hours. Mm. <laughs> I waited until the very last day to complete the like community service because I would yeah. just like it, I would go in there and they would tell you like, okay, all the hangers, all the clothes and the Goodwill or whatever, all the hangers need to be facing the same way. Uh-huh. They would just make you do things like that. Like, look at yeah. every hanger and, like, turn them so they face the same. Right. <laughs> just make sure that you're suffering. Yeah. And I was like, I do 40 hours of it. So I would go and I would, like, just basically try and make it. I would get, like, three and a half hours in sometimes. And I would be like, mm-hmm. I don't have to stay, like, till the end of the day. <laughs> I just could yeah. never stay all that whole day. <laughs> community service is always like that. They, they made me do community service once after I got drunk and pulled some letters off in elementary school uh, out, in, out at, at the University of what? Connecticut at UConn. Um, they have these really, 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 really big parties. We're talking 10,000 people drunk in a parking lot. Okay. 
and um, I was walking home from one, and there was a there there was an elementary school in between my college and the apartments where I lived, and there was uh, um, some letters on the side uh, at grabbable level that said superintendent's office, and I was like, I'm gonna spell Super Nintendo. So, <laughs> Hell yeah. So I started pulling them off, and I was gonna rearrange them, and the cops were right there. They're just right behind oh, me. Like damn. I pulled off, I pulled off one S, and it went. <laughs> And it was just you're you're under arrest. And then they dragged me back to the office. Then I had to walk all the way home again twice. Wow. And wow, then they, um, you only got the S off, and they're already there. They That's were watching fucked. me the whole time. I Damn. was that. I was really really. Who stakes out a fucking sign <laughs> when you well, like, those cops supposed to have nothing else to do? It's in the yeah. Well, it's in the middle of the woods in Connecticut. <laughs> oh yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. That's where the college uh, was. So uh, they've got more cops than they need. If they uh, had any cops at all, so yeah. Uh, yeah, so they they caught me there. I had to do community service, and then the I uh, the 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 kids out where I was doing the community service grew up in such a boring town that when I told them what I did, they were like, "You are the greatest legend we've ever known." There's nothing that ever happened in their town, and they're like, "That's so cool that you got in any to trouble." Change the sign, dude. Yeah. Uh, and God. then, yeah, they're like, "You're a troublemaker. You can't get in trouble here. You smoke cigarettes. That's it." And um, and then the guy, I was driving around in a truck with this kid, seventeen-year-old, uh, eighteen-year-old kid. I was twenty-one, and um, and he goes, "You know, listen. Here's the secret. We say we're doing work and we take a nap, and then we just slept in the truck." <laughs> Hell yeah! Did you yeah. do that the whole time, or was just that? Uh, a little bit less than half the time. Okay, nice. Yeah, <laughs> there you go. Yeah, yeah. So you say you went to UConn. Are you from? Are you from the East Coast? Or are you from? Over I there? grew up in Connecticut. Yeah, I was born in Massachusetts. We moved to Connecticut when I was three, and I grew up there till I was twenty-eight. I could not leave Connecticut. It is a black hole, because if you go to if you don't go to college, you can't get a job anymore at all anywhere on earth. You're just gonna be a, a plebeian forever. Yeah. Uh, if you do go to college, you have to pay off your loans and you have to get a job to do that. And there is no industry in Connecticut. There's healthcare, there's the military, and then there's finance. Uh, Connecticut is actually Hartford, Connecticut, the capital, is the insurance capital of the country. That's oh, wow. where they have all the big buildings for Geico and AIG and Travelers. They're all down downtown. Damn. So if you're not in in finance or insurance or healthcare or the military, you're working at Target. So I could not find a job there, and I did not have any $300 in my checking account for six years after college, and the 2008 crash hit right after I graduated, Okay. so I could not leave Connecticut for six years after graduating. Damn. Yeah, stuck there for a long time. And you were just trying, you know, just getting jobs and, like, trying to... Yeah. I was, I had to wait to get a, a job that was online and on West Coast time, so it was a California job. And then I saved up $10,000 before I moved out here just to cover all my bases. I wanted to make sure I had enough for an apartment and in case I needed storage for my stuff. And I I just wanted to be safe. So Makes sense. Yeah, before I moved here, I started working like two jobs to to save up enough. I just... You know, paying for like a U-Haul to travel across a couple states. You I mean you're traveling across the freaking country? So yeah, like I can't even imagine what that is like moving your whole life like from there to here. That's like I'm a minimalist, insane. so I can fit everything in my Toyota Corolla. Damn. Okay. 
I don't keep a lot of stuff. I have a small guitar. I have a miniature guitar. I have, you know, a couple of... Which is dope, by the way. I saw in some of your videos, you're just, like, shredding outside. It's amazing. Yeah, that's (laughs) fine. That's That's awesome. (laughs) I got to do that a little more. It's a a Steinberger. It's it's, it's if if you want to go get one there. They're they're pretty cool. They're pretty expensive, and they're not really. They don't sound amazing, but they're all right. It's the it's the the portability. It's the combination of portability and quality that you're buying. You're not buying quality. You're buying combination of portability and quality. So, yeah, I've seen some. I've seen some bases that are similar looking to that. That are yeah. like uh, pretty mm-hmm. small as well. They look probably cool. also a Steinberger. They make I, bases. I imagine. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. It's dope looking. Uh, mm-hmm. <clears throat> Do you I just like thing. pull up anywhere and do that? Like, yeah, it's battery operated and do it on any corner anywhere. Hell I could yeah. go do it in Jack London Square. I could go play it in the. I could go play for the homeless encampments. I won't, but I could. Fuck those people. Are you just playing like your own stuff, or are you like? Um, you I like stuff? to. I like to play backing tracks and solo over them, and then I also like to play cover songs. I'm trying to write my own songs, but being creative right now is hard. It's a depressing time to be alive. <laughs> yeah yeah it is uh, yeah. Uh, I, I know I've seen you kind of go th- like you've been you like had you had uh, some good TikToks uh, with the um, I, the ones that made me laugh were like the where you would like point and then oh yeah like, yeah the whole like <laughs> yeah that was a, that was a whole meme there's a whole TikTok meme are you on the TikTok I am on the TikTok yes that was a that was a meme where uh, uh, people would um it was that satisfaction song, Push Me, and then Just yeah. Touch Me. Um, and it was, uh, you in tune in time to the song, you point to one thing and then another thing and another thing to indicate the degree of it, like speed or like temperature. And then for the last one, you spin your arm all around. And mine was, I think it was about um, popular topics in September. And it was, you know, the one that was a tiny little bit was like the child pedophile ring. Oh, yeah, a tiny little bit. And then the mass mental health crisis. Oh, a little bit more, a little bit more. And then the one that swinging your arm around was it hot outside. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's, oh, man, that's funny. Uh, yeah, just the visual of that is like. Uh, yeah. Some of those, yeah, some of the things that that go like viral on tiktok the trends that pop up uh some are really weird but some of them are really Mm -hmm. really funny like it's yeah uh, it's 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 the best meme format it's the newest mm -hmm. meme format the gen z actually thinks that millennials uh, are are so it responding to someone with a gif now is dated Mm mm-hmm so if, if which, which feel you, like it, it like makes you feel like a freaking grandpa, yeah, because <laughs> we just invented that. We just invented that. It was it was uh, uh, in the in the two thousands that the internet was getting fast enough to send a gif in 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 enough time for it to be clever. Because yeah. otherwise, someone would say something and you'd upload a gif and you'd be like, in a few minutes, you're gonna feel stupid, and. We when we figured that out, it was like two thousand six, two thousand seven, and it's just it's not that much later, and the, and the new generation is like, yeah, that's really old now, and uh, uh, they have their own thing, but it's just like Vine, it's just more sophisticated. Mm-hmm. The vines were we had that a few years ago too. Yeah, it's yeah. I think I think uh, I'm not. Yeah, I'm not too um, 
like I'll share TikToks with people, but I wouldn't. The way that other people use it and communicate with it mm-hmm. is interesting, and also they just like memes are still like I like it, it's yeah it's just like we're now we're kind of dated we're like time stamped right I guess mm-hmm. that's kind of what you were you were getting at is that we're like yeah. we're time stamped in a bunch of different ways um, and yeah. we it's moving at such a faster rate than what our like our grandparents and stuff are like mm-hmm. they have no idea they have no idea it's it's funny because in some sense it's moving a lot faster but in some sense I, I I was I was at that open mic the other day and there are these kids that they actually call them the kids that's their nickname they say where are the kids are the kids here uh-huh. I the name for this group of people that shows up they're just audience none of them are comics they just come by to hang out and smoke pot and I took a good look at them the last time I was there, and I, I was like, there's no difference between these kids and the kids when I was 17. They look exactly, they dress like I would dress, they talk like I would talk, they just look like everyone that hated me in high school. Mm-hmm. They're the same. And that's new, because in the 90s, everyone who grew up in the 70s was like, these kids are crazy. They look weird, and they talk weird, and they do weird things. And in the 70s, everyone that grew up in the 50s said, these 70s kids are crazy. But now, from the 90s to now, they look exactly like I would have looked. Yeah. What do you think? So in some sense, history... I don't know. In some sense, history has stopped. I think we might have reached a level of socio economic or socio-techno uh, development that just doesn't facilitate anymore. Like, we might have reached the very bottom of human depravity. Whoa. There might be there might be no more... Like, yeah. how, do you, how do you get farther away from, <laughs> from tradition and from God than Marilyn Manson? Can you? I don't know. Yeah. And that was 20 years ago. True. And so now we're just repeating all the same things for. Again yeah, and again. it's just the same. It's just the iteration, the iteration, the iteration. Yeah. It just keeps like, it's like fractal, you know. Yeah, their big thing is Billie Eilish. She's tame. <laughs> yeah, you're right, dude. I, I smoked a. I took a bong rip before we started this, and you mm-hmm. just like, b- like blew my freaking mind. Like I'm yeah. like thinking about like. Because I've been thinking about something similar to this idea of, yeah. like, there's no more history or, like, there's yeah. no, like... Well, that's what the communists always wanted. End of history. But it's... Dude, it's, like... His history is, like, dated in different ways now. Like, there's mm-hmm. no... Like, we don't have... Like, how... Are we, there's no way to watch... Like, the story isn't going to be this story that we listen back to of the years before us of like there was like specific like there's so much to even take in like there was very specific things to like there was very specific like there was only certain tv shows you know tv was like the one outlet right so yeah tv was the lens now we all have for a long time three screens you know and yeah now uh, you have your 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 tv and when you're done with that you look at your computer when you're done with that you look at your tablet when you're done with that you look at your phone and they all do slightly different things yeah yeah and yeah they all do slightly different things but it's a similar yeah it all connects you to the same thing 
Mm-hmm. One thing I noticed that's really strange is that I have Facebook on the computer and Facebook on my phone, and they're not the same. And so it's like I'm looking at these two different, very slightly different versions of the same reality. And it's like, oh, this person said something to me here, but not here. I haven't gotten it, that message on this on the phone yet. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, or you, or you have to, yeah, you see something, but you have to wait till you get to your computer to actually interact with it in the yeah, proper way. Yeah, something like uh, that, yeah. Yeah, like like this, like what we're doing right now. Mm-hmm. Like we have to do it this way to be able to capture uh, what we want to get. And but, yeah. but you'll be able to, but once we're done, right, once I, once I sync these audios together, then, it's conden- singular then you'll be able to listen to it on your phone. Yeah, and that's exactly. it, dude. It's <laughs> we're just transporting our conversation to a different medium right now. <laughs> yep. yep, everything's gotten. It's so far outside of our ability to grasp. Uh, I was talking to my mother the other day, and she was asking me about Alex Jones, and I had to educate her about Alex Jones. Oh shit! I think that her. I think that her husband uh, was uh, watching it with her. I don't know how she got onto Alex Jones. She's an yeah. innocent innocent old lady um but i was explaining to her what i think about him and and in detail and uh uh, the conversation ended with it really is hard to tell what's true anymore isn't it and she was like yeah that's really it's too too much information Mm -hmm. everything is mind-blowing you look at cnn and they tell one version of the story you look at fox and they tell another version of the story and then you look at all the conspiracy theory sites or whatever some of them are legitimate but they're called conspiracy theory sites and then you talk to your friends and they say oh you're looking at the conspiracy theory sites and you say no this one's legitimate and they'll never listen there's too many versions Mm -hmm. no one's on the same page it's it's beyond our it's beyond the ability of the human mind it's funny you say this three hours ago i tweeted i said i think the question we need to start asking people is not what do you believe is right and start asking what do you want to believe is right Yes, that's what I've been saying. You're the only other person who's ever come <laughs> like, up with that. I was thinking what, about this fucking same shit earlier. What reality is about now is not about facts because we are not smart enough to know what the facts are. And yeah. we can't agree about them. But we definitely know what we want to happen. And that has to be the conversation. What do you will for the world? Because that'll tell you if you're my friend or not. Mm-hmm. Yes. Like, do you want good stuff? Yeah. Do yeah. You want the, well, do you want my good stuff? Yeah, do you, do you want, want my want? good stuff or do you want yeah. your... Yeah, yeah, wow, okay, yeah, totally. Uh, in, that's so interesting. We've reached yeah. a point of... We've reached a Pure point of... Pure subjectivity. Yeah, like everything is out there now. We mm-hmm. basically know it all, so we need to decide what is... Yeah, you just have to, like, decipher it with your moral, like, compass. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> it's Pandora's box. I think the internet is Pandora's box. Uh, objectivity has always been somewhat of a myth, but now we have reached a point where it is impossible to pretend to be objective. Because in order to be objective, you have to have two people look at the same thing and agree on what it is, and we don't do that anymore. Yeah, totally. I mean, <laughs> yeah, I mean, we, yeah, we have very, you and I have very different approaches to the way that we would go up and try to make people laugh on, yeah, uh, on a stage or like very different you know pretty much everything i say we probably have similar music interests i would say and but like just yeah that's even if we were to type the same thing in right now if you were to open up your phone and we were to type the same thing into our search bars you'd get different results than me yeah it would be probably similar but you would get different results like it would come up first for you yep 
Because it knows who you are and it knows who I am. Yeah. Like, yeah, if you were to try to pick up my phone and, like, do some searching, like, mm-hmm. through Instagram or something, or even, like, pick it. Like, the one that's really crazy is that we should just watch each other's TikTok feeds. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, that's the one that's really crazy. Yeah. It's just, like, let me see your TikTok feed. Yeah. Because it's just, like, we just you're starting to just figure out more and more about people. Like, by, like, I think that's, like, like the the joke always, you know, a good joke sometimes being able to point somebody out and like point out a bunch of things to them that are probably true. Mm-hmm. You can just, I bet you if you took somebody's phone for long enough, like that would be probably like something you couldn't do as a bit on stage because it would just start to get like really uncomfortable, uncomfortable <laughs> quickly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, because like. because the the nature of life is that it's it's a, a constant state of conflict. Uh, you know, not every tadpole can become a frog and not every buck can get the dough. There's just too, there's not enough space for every living thing to live. Yeah. And so the way that works with humans is that when you have an interest or an impulse that conflicts with what people around you want, you have to keep it quiet. Mm-hmm. But now everything's on the computer. And so if it's not quiet anymore, then everyone goes, well, why do you have that? on your phone and it's like well that's why it's on my phone and not coming out of my mouth now don't look totally. at it totally like uh the whole thing that recently happened with army hammer uh who's that uh he's an actor i think he played the lone ranger okay uh with uh with johnny depp okay he had this dms get exposed of him like i guess he has like a fan like a cannibal fantasy like, Ooh, uh, like that's murder weird. slave cannibal slave fantasies sexual and he was but what sucks is like he was talking to somebody that was also like going along with that you know Mm -hmm. like they were also into that similar kink and then they Mm -hmm. just expose him and it's like it's just what you're talking about it's like you're he has to keep that quiet forever he finally meets somebody right that's like yeah help participating with him in that and so he probably feels like it's probably like really like just a great feeling to like get it out, but yeah, it's also so you gotta say it to someone. Yeah, but it's also so private. So like the stuff he was saying was like, it's like whoa, like it's just you. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I didn't know that was like a kink really that people were into. Like I like I wanna. Yeah, people are into some strange depravity. Yeah, <laughs> it's like. Yeah, I, I just, uh, I don't know. I don't even, yeah, I don't, I've been thinking about it recently, been thinking about, like, like, what is, like, I don't think I have any of that. Like, I've been trying to think if I have any weird, like, I'm like, I don't yeah. think so. Like, I just. I don't been, have a lot. Like, I, I think it's pretty, like, when I talk to some friends and, and you're like, oh, okay, I see, like, okay, like, I there's just different stuff like the most common one i've you know there's like people being into into other people's feet i've always thought that was interesting is that common i've never understood that i i I don't think it's like a i think it's just like an appreciation of like you find that attractive like that's an attracting part of them i guess it's it's one thing I could never wrap my head around that's something that i've always tried to do is I've, i've always tried to understand what people do that I don't, you it know, must satisf- want it to must do. satisfy some part of their, like, yeah, of their, like, if they have nice feet, then it's like, then they must give them, like, uh, 
It's like if it's like if yeah. somebody has like a beautiful smile or like really pretty get, eyes or I something. I can't. Like I that. never could make the connection. I I can. I understand what you're saying, but it doesn't. It just doesn't click. It, no, me. no. I don't, yeah. yeah. I, for me, neither, dude. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't. I don't. I'm like. It's just like that's your feet. Like it's not. Yeah. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna ever be like. I could try feet. I'm not gonna ever do that. No. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not looking at like your, like the feet is like a sign of. Yeah. Yeah, like this is like. A deal breaker if they have like a weird t- um, you know they have a weird yeah. toe or like a I mean if it's if they if they don't ever trim their if it's like really gnarly then I might be like uh, you know well, there's gotta be bad. some yeah, yeah some I don't want to look at that on. yeah what if I that's couldn't... a kink dude what if you're into like gnarly feet I'm sure that there's some monsters out there that sucks that's gotta feel yeah. so what would it be like? Yeah, I think I think I think you're right that there are some people out there that are to. I mean, this this guy who I don't understand the cannibal thing. I guess you just want to eat a piece of a person. He doesn't want to eat a whole person, does he? he wants no, to he wants to like. Yeah, he wants. He even said that he goes, "I wouldn't want to kill you." And I guess in part of it is like, I wouldn't want to kill you and keep you alive. Right. I heard right. it on like a bunch of podcasts talked about it, like over the last week, and it was just like yeah. really interesting to. Uh, to listen to and to like read the DMs and stuff because yeah, yeah I'm like okay that, I didn't know that was a yeah that was a thing but it is uh, yeah yeah it sucks that he was outed in the way he was everyone is a little messed up I don't think anybody is Jesus yeah like what's his name there was a pastor that will like there's always a pastor recently for yeah he had like a he was like into like he was a cuck, I think. And, like his wife yeah. had like this pool boy guy. It's always it's always the pastor. It's the it's the myth of Hercules and the Hydra, that if you uh, uh, if you cut off the head of the dragon, two more grow. Okay. So you you it's a it's a, a, a allegory for the urges that if you don't allow them to find a proper expression, they just double. If you try oh, to kill so them, it's like just... if you cut off their dick, like they get two gnarly weird dicks. Yeah, kind of. It's okay. like the dragon is the uh, significant of the life energy or the chi yeah. in most occult traditions, and so the dragon is what hungers and lusts and wants power and everything. And if you, you can find an unhealthy expression for that, and then you get in a lot of trouble, you become a drug addict or a whoremonger or whatever. Uh, you can find healthy expressions for it and go to the gym and learn jujitsu. Or you can try to resist it, which is what pastors do, and they then and, and they say no, 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 cram it back down into the bottle, and then if you do that, it doubles. That's like cutting off the head of the hydra. Oh, I see what you're saying now. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, because they don't. Yeah, they're not allowed to express themselves like right, like a, yeah, in a sexual. You gotta way. you gotta express it in a healthy way. That's the difficulty of being human: is that we all have selfish, destructive urges, and you have to channel them into something masterful and productive or else you become an asshole yeah <laughs> no one likes an asshole yeah yeah there's there's a lot of those out there i was Goodness actually thinking about there. uh yeah i was thinking about how working in food service right now must be a tad bit better mm. because of the amount of customer service you don't have 
Like if you're working yeah, at maybe. Like if you are doing a place that's like only online or uh, only takeout, you know, you don't have like the lobby open. Uh, I imagine that some, somewhat, you know, like your day is probably a little bit. I bet better. there's a little less stress directly from customers. Yeah. I bet there's also significantly less money, less tips. I bet there's yeah. also I, I bet there's also a lot more direct uh, interaction with your coworkers. I don't know. I don't know True. anyone in food service right now. Yeah, I'd, it's I'd hard to, to speculate. Some, I was asking. I have some friends. I wonder if they're still. Um, yeah, it's hard for me to imagine anybody saying, "Man, I hope customers never come back." Yeah, I don't mean never come back, but like just the, I guess the format of it being like, yeah, just take out or dine out or having yeah. like a just being removed I, I guess that part of it yeah the less pay and stuff obviously is not ideal yeah that's not good I was just thinking about environment wise like just yeah. what that must be a little yeah, less I, um, stressful I guess at, I don't, at the work I don't eat out a lot but I got some fried calamari and a bubble tea at, at a Mr. Green Bubble the other day okay. and uh, uh, they make you order online so you walk up to the door and they say here's a QR code use it and then you have to order online and then wait outside, and a guy will come out and call you. So they have their whole system set up where they nice. don't want you in the store at all. Yeah. Uh, and it looks efficient, but yeah, I guess they're not dealing with customers anymore. So. Yeah, I. I haven't. Yeah, I've, there's most. I mean, I go to the. There's like some places around here that do like, just like the takeout. And they have like a little booth that you can just walk up to at the door and grab it, like you're saying. Mm-hmm. And it's kind of nice. And but I, uh, like I don't. I guess I've been trying to cut back on like you know having people make your food too, like with the pandemic as well. Like yeah. trying to eat as much of you know stuff that I make myself. Mm-hmm. Uh, Good idea. But it's hard because you know you get lazy and you're like fuck it, and then you go through. Yeah, there are some times that an entire week or two weeks goes by and I don't do anything but sleep and look at TikTok and I don't want to go get groceries and cook them and I just want you to just cook. someone do, do someone change my fucking diaper. Everyone do everything <laughs> yeah. for me. It's like put me in the tank already and hook me up yeah. like Keanu was in the Matrix. Like I'm ready yeah. for it. <laughs> yeah, there is nothing there at some at some times, man. There is I I like I have everything I need. I have all my guitar. I have all my recording equipment. I have a webcam. I have a new computer that I got last year. I've got everything I need to create anything I want. And I'm like, who's who the fuck is gonna look at it? Everyone <laughs> sucks and everything is over. Who's gonna look at it? Who cares? Totally, man. Just it. a bunch of either CNN zombies or Fox zombies, and then someone's <laughs> going to yell at me for something. Someone's going to have a problem with some goddamn thing. There was a video that I wanted to make about Hey, You ever heard the game Ms. Monopoly? Do you know the existence of this? No. It's Ms. Monopoly. I'm going to tell you this, and you're going to hate the world a little more. You're welcome. Um, they made a version of Monopoly okay. for girls. And the way that it works is that if you play the game and you are female, you get extra money and you get extra benefits. And that's it. That's the only... It just, it just gives women more stuff. And they change the names of the properties. If, you play, it's, you know, it's, if, you, if you're a male in the game, you don't get... 
you don't you get the benefits. Don't get it, the benefits. Yeah, just fuck you. Like the rules are not equal. The, the rules are not equal, which proves that women can do it without our help, right? <laughs> without any extra handouts, it's just like it's it's insulting. It's like you, you know, it's like if you're a girl, we have to give you extra free handouts or else you can't compete and that's what the game is saying it's insulting but they're they're it's like kind of rubbing it in everyone's face that we're just going to make the rules benefit us and not you so i wanted to start with that game and then i wanted to make a bunch of other woke board games and i'm a little scared to do it because i know everyone's going to jump down my throat about it like i want to make gay chess where if you're gay you get extra queens and you have two queens yeah and then and then there's like a talking board so every time you move it goes yas So okay. I have ideas, but I'm, <laughs> Just, I'm kind of... Okay, when you Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I'm kind of scared to do it, because I just don't want... I don't want... I don't want people to... I just don't want anyone to... Give me shit about it. I'm yeah, tired of dealing with... Yeah, I agree. The woke. I'm tired of dealing with them. You know, there was... There's a bit that I have about... BDSM, and about how I've gotten... I've learned a lot about how... I meet a lot of girls that want me to beat the hell out of them in bed. And I have this whole seven minute bit about how that works perfect for me because I love beating women anyway. This is, that was great. That you happen to be into it. Um, and I think that's hilarious because it takes a toxic, horrible thing about me and it finds a really healthy output for it because these women want me to do it. They ask me to do it. It's not like it's not like I'm convincing them. They're like <laughs> yeah. tie me up and beat me with things, and I'm like, mm -hmm, sure, okay. Um, and so I have this this bit about that, and I'll do that bit, and sometimes some of my friends will just go. Ah. They make the woke face. This is the woke face. They. Oh, the hiss. Yeah, the inner the the, the you, where you suck air through your teeth. That, yeah. Uh, like you, you like you banged your shin. Like... Yeah. Uh, and not, and uh. it's and what they're doing, I know what they're doing. I know what they're doing when they do that is in their heads, in their in interior, they're reorganizing their opinions of me to say, Oh, he's saying things that I don't approve of and now I'm going to go tell everyone and I'm going to go make life harder for him and oh, we shouldn't book him on this show and I'm gonna post about this here and I'm gonna remember that he said the thing and it's just I can't even express myself. Yeah. Yeah, because if yeah, if it doesn't match up, if it doesn't match up with, uh, if it's not their yeah. good stuff, like we said earlier, if it's not yeah. their good stuff. Yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. That's exactly the thing. So, like, if it's not good for you, leave me alone and let everyone else enjoy it. But they, they, they will, they will make up a story where saying things like that, it constitutes actively doing harm to someone, when it clearly doesn't. There's, it's clearly just just finding humor in in a, a, a very awkward and hilarious situation that human beings get themselves into. It's really strange yeah. that people like violence in That's sex. That's so funny you say that. Like I have a I have a joke about how I want to be a stepdad because mm -hmm. I don't want to have a kid of my own. Mm -hmm. But like it'd be cool to just like you know go find a cool like wife yeah. and her kid. Yeah. And I start describing like the ideal age of the kid and all this other stuff and like like it, and like people sometimes people laugh really hard but sometimes people are like 
doing that thing you're talking about. They're like, oh, ah, and it's. I think it's because mm-hmm. they're in, in that situation, and it's a yeah. real situation. And sorry, but mm-hmm. it's. I'm just trying to poke fun at it, and like, I grew up in that situation, so I'm also trying to, you know, to like, <laughs> like talk about it yeah. and stuff as well. And it's yeah. a weird space, yeah, to just try and be funny with something yeah. that's like actually personal. Like you, you have that experience as well, and so mm-hmm. you probably are sharing a similar experience with somebody in the crowd, but they're like. Uh, he, they just get this like projection of you that's totally not correct. And yeah, and it doesn't matter if they get the projection that's correct or not because you can't have everyone in your audience. But if you if you find out that you're not in my audience, just go away. Don't make my life harder. And I know that someone's going to try to make my life harder at some point. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're just trying to find your audience. Yeah, I want. You're find just like casting wouldn't... a net onto a crowd of people and being yeah. like. Do you guys like this? <laughs> I want to find the people who like the things I have to say. Not everyone's going to like it. If you don't like it, go away. And people won't stop there. They'll say, I don't like it, and so no one else can like it. Mm-hmm. It's ugly. It's ugly. It is. Yeah, it's. Uh, it reminds me of the... Uh, like the... Like, kid, like just being a kid that's kind of the stuff that kids do i feel like it's like a kid will like ruin it for everybody Mm -hmm. like he'll break the thing so no one can use it because he's not having a good time or something like it's totally specifically a a spoiled kid yeah specifically a, a, a poorly raised child who thinks everything is about them and that their entire reality because that's really what it is that's really what wokeness is it's the delusion that reality has an obligation to be pleasant for you <laughs> Woo! this yeah. isn't good fun for me someone's wronged me just go somewhere else yeah yeah the the okay fucking get over it mentality is like frowned yeah. upon it's weird yeah 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 exactly exactly they get they get so upset like oh this doesn't fit all the things that i want and so i have to reshape the entire world to be just just the way i want it to be and that's i mean that's what they're doing with their social media yep it's and i mean that's what the other they side banned doing ron with... paul did you know that no really after yeah after they after the they had the those all those rednecks go smash the windows at the capitol which was hilarious and we should attack congress more we should do that every week. It's Congress. I don't know why anyone was condemning that. We should attack Congress often. But after we did that, they, they banned Trump from Twitter, which was weird and wrong. Because if you read his messages leading up to that, there's no indication that he said, go be violent. He said the opposite. He said, go be peaceful. And they're like, yeah, but when Trump says peaceful, what he's implying is that you should be violent. I don't buy it. And then they banned a but they banned Alex Jones and they banned Rush Limbaugh and everybody who they thought might start talking about it and they banned Ron Paul. Ron Paul is an angel. He's he's all he's ever said is that people should be free and we should get out of wars and that banking is kind of weird. He's he's never <laughs> He's never said anything remotely offensive but they banned him. It's bizarre what they did. Yeah. Yeah, it's the banning is interesting. It's, I mean, but I'll, it, 
yeah, this. I mean, we could do a whole other. I feel like we could do a whole other podcast just about yeah. that. In yeah. Of itself. It's. Yeah, I agree with heavy. you, man. It's a weird. I mean, it's shaping reality. Like we've been talking this whole thing yeah. time. I think it's just. Yep. You can create an echo. Like I could go, and they're unfollow. trying to make the whole world their echo chamber. Yeah. Like it's, they're just. It's. We're they go, you can't this. say that here because it's a private company. Make mm-hmm. another platform. And then they make another platform, Parler. And then they go, eh, not that platform. Fuck that one. And then they destroy that. And then they ha- they go make another one. And uh, they're, all those people are going to Gab now. Gab, uh, as I understand it, um, actually had to buy its own servers and run its own whole company just oh, to wow. have a competitor. So Because they can't get hosting anywhere. Mm-hmm. Because they don't, they're not in the echo chamber. Yeah, and the more, the farther left it goes, mm-hmm. the more the middle is pushed. Like, if you just keep going like this, mm-hmm. like, eventually you are cons- you start to be considered, like, some right-wing extremist if you disagree Yeah, exactly. With. But then also there's people that are right-wing extremists that I'm like, I don't, I don't know, like, I, like, I, I don't know where I am, like, there's this just crazy spectrum of everything, I don't even know how far either one it's, goes. It's and, getting really weird, yeah. yeah. Uh, you can just go I'm, down rabbit holes, like, my grandpa and my grandma, uh, have, like, I mean, I don't know, I don't want to, like, say too much about them, sure. I guess, on this podcast, but, you know, they don't, we have different opinions, and so what they see is different than what I see. And it's yeah. a lot of the time I'm kind of like, well, it's nice to see what they're seeing. So I know kind of the, where the spectrum is like where, what other people are reading. Cause if you don't even look at that at all, you don't even have an argument to oppose against people. I don't think if you, if you don't mm-hmm. even go and watch like conservative news and at least see mm-hmm. what they talk about and their opinions, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What are you arguing against? If all you watch is stuff that you agree it's with, just, it's just echo chamberism. <laughs> it's That's weird, the thing dude. is that you're you're being really reasonable with people who've lost their ability to reason. There's a lot of people who will say that you're a bad person if you even look at what the other side is saying. That's the degree to which is they don't even want to know what they're arguing against. Mm-hmm. It's they just don't want bad, to. and they and they think you're a bad person if you look. It's crazy. Yeah. It's getting really, yeah, it's getting really extreme. I have some friends who I try to keep in touch with because they have um, more of a detached perspective from the whole thing. Mm-hmm. And the way that their opinions have changed in the last few years is concerning. People are getting more and more upset and desperate. I have, a, I have a, a, someone I'm talking to right now who uh, is just sitting in his house drinking beer. He, he had a really good job and saved up a lot of money and he's not doing the job anymore. And he says, drinking is all I have left. That's what he told me now. Wow. Yeah. Damn. Yeah. Uh, I have a lot of conversations with people about, you know, what what do you believe and why and which side is actually more harmful to you? What do you, wh- which, because there's threats from both sides, definitely, mm-hmm. to everybody. If you actually sit and, and think about the craziness that's manifesting on both sides, there's threats to everybody from both sides. And... I like to talk to people about which side they feel more threatened by and why. And a lot of people just have really, really plain, um, 
unexamined opinions, that it's just the side that I'm on is pure white light and the other side is all devil horns, and that's a really boring conversation to have over and over again. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. you ask it like, what do you think about this person? Oh, fuck them, dude. Yeah. Like, uh, okay. Oh, cool. yeah, yesterday on the Zoom show, I was talking about how I don't like the concept of defund the police. And my joke about that is is that I'm the reason you don't want to defund the police. Because as soon as no one has my fingerprints on file, I'm going to go outside and improve the population. <laughs> Who's going to stop me? Who's going to stop me with no cops? And so I, I do that joke, and some guy at the end of the show on a Zoom show... Uh, he he's he's flipping me off in the camera and he's saying you're a bitch and I'll slap you, and and he's uh, and he said um, all Trump supporters deserve to get uh, beaten up, and of course this guy I mean he's he's a, he's just a lunatic he's just a little jackass but uh -huh. um, he told me that he would fight me over it and I told him send your address and he did. He sent me to his address where he's living right now, and then he was fighting with his girlfriend about it. She was like, why did you send him the address? And he's like, because I'll fuck this guy up. Uh. So that guy was on such a hair trigger that I made a, that joke about, if you defund the police, I'll kill everybody, and no one will stop me. And he was like, no, you're going to defund the police. Like, he's not capable of thinking critically enough to just enjoy a joke. <laughs> immediately goes into the rhetoric of just that he just it's like yeah. a switch was turned on like words yeah, were said his, and he just like was activated yeah. he turned his <laughs> mic on and yelled over the show wow yeah he was just activated dude like, yep that's crazy zombies there's zombies yeah there's, there's zombies. a lot of zombies yeah whoa that's so weird to think about yeah, I've had moments like that where I'm at a show, like back before the pandemic, like before the pandemic, where <clears throat> I don't, I don't think people. I'm not saying everybody at the show is a zombie, but mm -hmm. I'm standing there watching the concert, enjoying it, and there's a moment where it's quiet, and you look around, and the amount of people that are on their phones is so much that you can't like make eye contact with somebody else at the show mm -hmm. to like be like, mm -hmm. and like and like have that moment with somebody because everybody's filming it and all you see yeah. is cameras you're just watching yeah. the show through it's like you're watching the show through everybody else's phone you just see all mm -hmm. these little screens yeah and you're like dude why don't you just it's really it's really sad but at the same time i don't expect anyone to ever fix it it's the skill that i have that a lot of people are lacking is to just willingly accept a less stimulating version of reality because the phone is very stimulating mm -hmm. it's it's it, it lights up your dopamine receptors it lights up your brain with activity that's pleasurable you see the colors and you press the buttons and there's the, the the it's it's a little little wonder world in your hand and if you put it down it's like it's like having a glass of water instead of a four loco yeah and, and the skill that people need to learn is to enjoy the water. Enjoy the water. Mm -hmm. and, the, and people don't understand the value, and they don't want to do it, and they don't... They're like, it's water, dude. Fuck you. Yeah, they're like, it's boring. Yeah, mm -hmm. I want fun. I want fun all the time. Like, and it's nah, really the bad The water is the fun, though. Like. Well, yeah, <laughs> it's, it's, not, it's not fun, but it's wholesome. 
Mm-hmm. That's the thing is that being in the real world and living in the real world is real life. And, and constantly hitching yourself to drugs and sex and sugar in your phone uh, uh, is, is just a constant escape from real life. People need to, they, they need to ter- teach meditation to eight-year-olds. Yeah, that's an interesting concept. Yeah. Yeah, I wonder what the world would be like if everybody... Yeah, if everyone knew how to take a fucking second and just get all your thoughts out of the way. People are responding to their thoughts. Have a thought, yell it out your mouth. Have a thought, press it on your phone. Mm -hmm. If people knew how to just push the thoughts to the side and look at the world without any of those extra layers on it, things might not not be so stupid right now. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I remember... this is back in college, a group of friends, we were sitting there and a friend of mine like had a song he wanted to show us and he like really wanted us to listen to it though. Mm-hmm. And I remember some people finding that difficult to sit down with like the couple of other people that were there. Yeah. Not have your phone for like three or four minutes. Yeah. Not look at a TV screen not like get up and walk away but like sit and like listen and really listen and like take in that song it was like an interesting thing to do and uh like by the end of it we were all like it was like oh whoa like this is what people used to freaking do man like (laughs) like we used to sit around and like listen to records together and like Mm -hmm. Uh, talk about them and like and then go see the people in concert and then the only people that had that experience was the people that were at the concert and you and mm-hmm. you talked yeah. about it and you like went and, and then told you don't stories have, you don't, people are not f- taking polaroids of it yeah and like your story look I was there <laughs> mm-hmm. it's not like on your Instagram story so you're not like right right yeah and people go how's the show and you're like oh you didn't see it on my I posted it yeah. Like, you didn't see it? Yeah. You didn't I see my selfie, dude? My, my story pic of me, like, had I made ended. a video of the thing I was watching. Yeah, I did a boomerang of me drinking my beer, dude. This is, a, <laughs> this is I made an Insta of my girlfriend making an Insta of the movie that we were at. Yeah. Did you see her Insta of the Insta? Yeah, you didn't see us holding hands and then, like, our ticket stubs, dude? Like, yeah. come on. I have a friend who seriously legitimately made one of those holding my girlfriend's hand behind me pictures like while I'm walking towards the beach or something. Oh no. Yeah, someone who actually seriously did that. That's total cringe. This gag material. I hope he hears this and goes, oh no, that was me. (laughs) He's a nice guy, but totally cringe. Oh man. Well dude, Um, uh, I was... Oh sorry, go ahead. No, I, I was just going to continue. I was just going to say I was uh, I was uh, dating a girl towards the end of last year, just for a few months. And at one point, I went over her place, and I was just laying with my head in her lap. And she was like, should I put on some music? And I was like, I don't care. And she's like, should I put on the TV? And I'm like, I don't care. And she put on the TV, and I wasn't really paying attention to it. She's like, you're not watching the show. And it, I, I, she kept asking me, like, what do you want? What do you want? What do you want? What do you want? And I'm like, I just wanted to be here with you. Yeah, you're like and this. It, you're like this. We're just yeah, laying here chilling. I came here for you. I have you done. Yeah. <laughs> Good. Yeah. 
Yes. And she just kept saying, what do we do? What, do, what can I do for you? And it's like, you don't need to entertain me. Just, you know, yeah. just take a minute. Just breathe. And that's, people don't do enough of that shit anymore. People don't, you got to stop more. People are always trying to make a thing go. Mm-hmm. And it's a lot healthier to stop every day for a little while. Yeah, it's true. Uh, yeah. It's uh, it's something I've been trying to do. Um, I do like before I go into work. I mean, that's where I've been doing it is in my car before I go mm-hmm. into my job. Well, uh, I mean, you're just traumatized. <laughs> I don't want to go to work. <laughs> no, but I'll sit there and I'll just try to like really like uh, just breathe and try to yeah do some some like meditation uh, yeah. and. I think it, but you know, before you go in, at least it's like, it helps me just like not have, uh, any, like I walk in a lot more like optimistic about the day since I started doing mm-hmm. it. Yeah. Uh, instead of just like, I'm here again. Fuck. Like, it's like, it's like, yeah. just kind that's of like, good. That's exactly what it's for. That's mm-hmm. great that you can, that you know how to do that. Cause you kind of go, okay, this is today. It's the start of it. Like it's just, it's just like an optimistic mindset instead of just being like yeah. all negative. But yeah, dude, it's uh, a lot of people should be a lot more people should be stopping. Like you said, they should stop and and uh, and there should be more good stuff between other people. Yeah. Uh, like there should like AM PM slogan should be a reality. You know, too much good stuff. That should be a fucking thing. <laughs> is that a is that the like a, a convenience store? Yeah, AMPM's like a gas station slash like like a shell or like I didn't a, know they had a slogan. Yeah, it's too much good stuff. Uh huh. Because they have like that's, a, funny. that's a great slogan. They do like the whole like gas station food like burgers, corn dogs, the whole. Yeah. Okay. Oh. Okay. Oh, that's cool for a for a gas station. Yeah, they had like a. I remember as a kid because they had one by the house, so we used to when my mom was like away or for a weekend or something like that's what we would eat you know and uh there was always like the you can get like a cheeseburger or they had like this it was like a taquitos stuff i don't know they just have like that cheap it's just like garbage food but (laughs) yeah yeah i got some 7-eleven taquitos a couple of times last year and it was some of the most satisfying moments of my life like i went to a really painful open mic and i did one of the most boring the saddest roast battle i've ever been in and then i just went and got some taquitos and i was like worth it (laughs) what kind were they do you know do you remember uh yeah just the buffalo chicken yes and then uh, i think you got the pepperoni and cheese The buffalo yeah. chicken's not too bad because it's got a little blue cheese action yeah. going. Yeah, yeah. They're all right. Cheese. I, I I fell back in love with Seven Eleven. There was there was one particular time where I was um. I was hooking up with this girl who I. Uh, you ever had someone in your life who you really didn't think that she would ever like you, and then one day she just went, "Okay, let's do this now." That ever happened to you? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. that yeah. that happened to me, and I was with this girl, and we were shit faced, and uh, and she was just like, "Let's get." Let's get both of us on one of those rentable scooters. I forget what it's called. Like a bird like scooter? Like a lime. Like a lime scooter, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. And well, go to 7-Eleven and just get taquitos. We spent like $25 on taquitos <laughs> and chips. <laughs> That's always the best, though. 7-Eleven's yeah. great for that. It's like a, yeah. 
It's just like a uh, black hole of just any... Yeah, like, and it's one in the want. morning, and we're just like, we're drunk, and we're in the stupid kind of drunk love that's going to last two days, yeah, yeah, yeah. and let's just get taquitos. <laughs> and I was like, 7-Eleven is a blessing. <laughs> I forgot about you, 7-Eleven. Hell yeah, dude. <laughs> yeah. Well, hey, man, uh, I just want to say thank you for recording today. This is a, yeah, a of fun episode. Um, yeah, I had fun talking. Yeah, me too. Where can people, uh, you know, follow you to, to, you know, get, like, updated for when you got Zoom shows and stuff like that? Best thing is I got a website. Look for my name, Justin Carisi, C-A-R-E-E-S-I. Find my website. I have a Twitter. That's Jay Carisi at Twitter. I'm Justin Carisi on Instagram, Justin Carisi on Facebook, Justin Carisi on TikTok. Uh, on my website, you can find my videos. You can find clips of my work. Uh, you can find my schedule, which is blank forever because it is coronavirus, but I'll be putting it stuff back up as we, I'm going to start running some shows in the Bay Area and Oakland specifically. Okay. Uh, so if you live in that area, you can catch me uh, hosting and running some shows. Uh, but yeah, my website's the best place to find me. Nice. All right. Yeah. And you know, once this, uh, I, I say this to every comic because I just want everybody to come back down, you know, I... I've been talking to uh, a few other people about, you know, when the when hopefully the XL opens back up. I want to yeah. just go right back to doing um, that bar show because it was so much fun and that was one of the best shows. I will go back for that show. It was great. I would love to have you back down there. It was a great time and like it's always it was always like that and uh, it's. I was trying to coordinate something with um, another promoter. We did it one time where we had like a band play afterwards upstairs. Mm-hmm. And it was like so fun because the show was over and then this band played like a whole set. And we just, it was like a, it was just like a freaking party in the bar. And it was, uh, I want to do stuff like that again because it was just, uh, I miss like being, I miss like having to be like, excuse me, sorry. Like, mm. oh, excuse me, guy, and like you're imagine just... <laughs> missing that. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like just having to get through people. Like I kind of, yeah. I do miss like that, that just, uh, just crowds. Like it's, yeah. it's so. Uh, and you see some videos of people living in different parts of the of the country right now, where it seems like some of that's happening. Mm-hmm. Uh, like I was, it was crazy to watch uh, football this last weekend and see like. Uh, like half the stadium full you're like whoa like, mm-hmm. <laughs> you just don't see that many people in one space anymore i you're know like, it's just strange bizarre now <laughs> yeah it's yeah it's just weird yeah <laughs> like when there's like another the next what time are there's they like doing? A, yeah <laughs> why are they all together yeah <laughs> get them like you're like <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> oh man yeah well uh yeah thank you for coming on today man um of course and, thanks uh, for having me Hey everybody, thank you so much for listening to the podcast. Please make sure to like and subscribe on any platform you're on right now and head over to Instagram or Facebook. Give the page at I'm Getting There Pod a follow to continue to stay updated on this. And we'll see you next time. <laughs>